Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. All right, girl, let's do this. Today, I want to talk about some questions to ask yourself before raising your prices. So I know that a common thing that coaches always say, honestly, it's something that I've said, right? I've said this a lot to service providers and coaches. Um, but a lot of times you hear the advice, raise your prices, right? You need to raise your prices, charge your worth, charge your value, whatever, 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 right? We hear this message all the time. And I mean, obviously, like there's things like inflation and just all the things that happen in the world. Um, and then in the last couple of years, everybody has really been on this wave of you need to charge more, you need to charge a premium, et cetera, et cetera. And I have some thoughts about this because after like being in the coaching industry, but then also being a service provider, I've had two service-based businesses. Um, and I just, I feel like my perspective has really shifted a lot when it comes to pricing and when you should or shouldn't raise your prices. And so while oftentimes I know that raising your prices, they're gonna, it's gonna help you reach your income goals faster, right? So if you have you know, if you rate, if you increase your prices, you'll be able to maybe take on less clients. Or if you keep the same amount of clients and you raise your prices, then you're going to be making more money. Right. And I get that. I understand that, you know, if you have income goals, the, the, it almost seems like the most logical thing to do is to raise your prices. Um, or like, like I said, you could, um, not take on as many clients if you raise your prices. Right. So if your client, if you're, current prices are $500 and then you double them, well, now you can take on half the number of clients and still get paid the same amount, right? So this all looks like, it sounds really, really good, right? Um, and I've been there personally and I've also coached people through this with like just telling you, okay, raise your prices if you wanna work with less people or raise your prices if you want to hit this income goal, like you have to have a higher priced offer. And I wanna say that that advice can also shoot you in the foot um, if you don't have systems in place to back up higher prices. So, um, and systems aren't just like, oh, do you have like an email funnel and a, you know, um, what do you call those things? Um, like a, when someone opts in, not opts in, but when someone pays for your offer and like you send them a welcome, you know, like welcome to working with me as a, so I send out something that says basically like welcome to working with me with your social media management. Here's the next steps, right? I'm not just talking about those systems though. Like there's so many other things that go into the back end of having a high, higher ticket offer. Um, and most of us service providers, the truth of the matter is, is that our offer is high ticket because people are paying for access to us, to our time or to our team's time, but basically they're paying for someone to do the work for them. So of course you should definitely charge higher prices. 
But it's important that we know like when you're charging those higher prices, it requires you to show up at a higher level. And to be honest, <laughs> giving blanket advice of, oh, you need to raise your prices, like sometimes it's doing your clients a disservice because sometimes your energy just isn't there yet. So I've talked recently about like closing certain businesses of mine and the fact that like I just didn't feel like doing it anymore, right? So especially with social media management, I just got to a point that like my energy was just not there. And with the prices that I charge, it would be doing my clients a disservice to charge that price knowing good and well that my energy my system, you know, the way that I'm doing things is just not at the level of the price that I'm asking for. And it's not saying that my time isn't worth it because obviously my time is worth everything. But at the end of the day, I still have to produce a quality product or a quality service. So I just want to say like, you should never increase your prices just to increase them or like just because a coach or a team member or a strategist or some random Joe Blow says like you should increase your prices, right? The truth of the matter is that your coach, your team, your, you know, a strategist that you work with, none of these people are actually your ideal client. So raising your prices solely based on the advice that you get from other people, it's not quite a smart CEO practice, which is why I wanted to come in and talk today about some questions to ask yourself before raising your prices. And obviously you can answer these questions with someone on your team, with a coach, with a strategist or whatever. But I really think that it's important to ask these questions because honestly, like people think that raising your price is the ticket to success and more revenue, but that's not the truth. You could build a business off of volume, right? So you could have a low, lower ticket offer and build a business purely off of selling in volume. Um, and so I just, I, I'm really like, I, I try to be really careful now with helping people through pricing things because again, pricing, like there's so many different things that go into it, but we shouldn't just um, jump in and say, okay, I'm going to raise my prices because I want to make more money, or I'm going to raise my prices because I need to stop working as much, right? We have to kind of think through some deeper things. So I have what four? Yeah, I have four questions. So the first question is, has the experience improved? Okay. If you don't have systems in place for your business and you're struggling with setting expectations, communicating with your clients in a timely manner, now isn't the time to raise your prices. Okay. If you, if you constantly are having to like with your current clients, if you're constantly having to like re-explain, um, the boundaries of your relationship, or if you're constantly like hitting walls or you don't have time, you know, like you're running out of time, like you're short on time and stuff. Now is not the time to raise your prices. You actually need to get the back end systems of your business in order. So you need to figure out what are the, what can your clients expect from you and write it out, like write it out so that they can see what the expectations are. Um, if you're not communicating in a timely manner, like you need to figure out a schedule for yourself to make sure that you are effectively communicating with your clients. Now, if your client experience has increased, then by all means, raise the price of your offer. So after you've done those things, after you've created, um, you know, an onboarding, that's what I was trying to say earlier, onboarding, um, after you've created like an onboarding experience and after you've nailed like, okay, I know on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work on this, blah, 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 right? After you have those kind of systems in place, then, um, and, and after like legitimately the experience of working with you is better, right? It's not as clunky. People don't feel as confused. People aren't overwhelmed. You're not getting a bunch of complaints. Then at that point, by all means, 
raise the price of your offer because the value has gone up. So I want to give an example in my photography business. I raised my prices significantly because I started offering full service branding sessions. So what this looked like is in these, session, in these sessions, I would do a strategy call, I would create a shot list, um, I would scout like new locations, give them location suggestions, like different studios and stuff. Um, I created like a very detailed mood board and I, I was doing like, I mean, why well, I'm not was, I am doing the most, right? When I only charged $200 a session, I didn't do all that stuff, right? And it wouldn't have been fair for me to charge, you know, I mean, I guess it could have been fair, but you know, it would have been crazy for me to charge what I charge now with what I was doing previously when I wasn't doing any of these things. So when my experience went up, so did my price because the actual value of what people got increased. And it wasn't just about me adding all those things. Like it wasn't about me adding the strategy call, the shot list, all that kind of stuff, because honestly, I don't have to add those things in to charge by charge now. The point is that I now have an actual system for how things work inside my photography business. So people don't show up to a photo shoot with me anymore. And we're just kind of winging it and taking photos. Like when I first started doing photography at the beginning, we were just winging it, whatever I felt like doing, whatever they felt like they needed, we would do in the moment. Now there's a planning process in like in place beforehand. There's a onboarding process for them so I can understand their business. Um, and then I do my own research and my own work so that I can come to the photo shoot more than prepared to get them everything they need to market their business visually. That is the power of improving your experience. Like that is what I mean by improving your experience. So um, also with it, you know, with like increasing the price or like with, um, improving your experience. I'm not saying that you have to add things. Like, like I said, I, di I didn't have to add the strategy calls or the shot list or anything like that, but it could be that maybe your value has gone up because you have um, made a significant investment in software, right? So maybe for whatever you do, maybe you're a copywriter and you invested in some kind of AI technology to help you write better. Um, maybe you are a VA and you've invested in some type of software that just like makes things so much better and so much easier and helps your clients get better results. Um, maybe you've gotten a coaching certification so you can support your clients better. Okay. Those things are increasing the experience. And so in that case, when you're thinking to yourself, has the experience improved? You can definitely say yes. Right? So before you like bottom line, before you raise the price, just ask yourself, has the experience actually improved? Has it actually changed? And if you're not willing to do that don't raise your prices just because you're trying to make some more money like that's not fair right like at the end of the day we have to have integrity and we have to make sure that we're actually serving people the way that they deserve to be served especially when we're trying to command higher prices so question number two am i consistently helping people get a specific transformation or result okay one rule of thumb that i have for all my businesses has been after like a certain number of transformations or like after i get a certain number of testimonials i give myself permission to raise my price um and i make that a, a hard boundary right so um i know at one point like i was raising my price after like every five clients now it's completely different but i used to say like okay after every five clients and after they got like similar results or just whatever result we were trying to get them. Um, or after I got like five testimonials, then I would raise the price. Here's the thing. Your job is to get people a result. If you're a service provider, you're supposed to get people a result. If you are a coach, your job is to get people like to help people through a transformation. Um, and so if you're not doing that, then raising your price, it's not going to really help. And it's honestly going to leave a bad taste in people's mouth. I have invested in things before where like, I was like, Ooh, the price did not like what I paid, I didn't really get any kind of 
result or transformation, I did learn a lesson, right? Like maybe I learned, okay, I don't want to do things this way, or this is a better way to do things, whatever, whatever. But like the result that was promised or the transformation that was promised, it didn't happen. And that leaves a bad taste in people's mouth, especially when they're spending a premium amount. So I really encourage you to push yourself to get reviews and to document the progress of your clients. That way you can actually see for yourself that you are consistently helping people get a specific transformation or result. So um, another thing that I want you to kind of think about with this question is where are you um, consistently nailing it and getting them a transformation? Because when you know the answer to this question, okay, where are you consistently nailing it and getting them a a transformation? When you know the answer to this question, you can market yourself um, in a more unique way, right? This is your secret sauce and you can command higher prices because you're truly adding value and supporting or and serving others. What I mean by this is that you, if, if you look at the, um, the reviews you get, if you are looking at, okay, this client had X, Y, and Z transformation or got this result or whatever, but it's not what you've been marketing. Maybe you need to adjust that. Right. And be like, oh, wow. Like my secret sauce is actually this. So for example, I think I've talked about this before, but like I used to market and say things like, you know, I can help you make 10 K months and I can help you you know, a lot of my uh, marketing was centered around like a dollar amount that I could help you make. And while yes, that's the truth. When I looked at my reviews, when I looked at like the actual transformation, like the breakthroughs that we would have, I realized that I was doing something so much deeper than that. Like I was actually helping people figure out how to become more visible online without having to be online all the time. I was helping people consistently sign clients and sell out their offers without them having to, um, you know, be on this rat reel, um, sorry, this, what do you call it? Rat reel, rat race, whatever, of constant, of constant content creation. Um, I was helping people, you know, figure out how to go from just being a service provider to maybe selling courses and adding education and stuff like that into their into their um, product suite. So I realized that I was doing more than just helping someone reach a 10K month. And when I realized that, I shifted my messaging and stopped saying, okay, I'm gonna help you get 10K a month. Like, yeah, like everybody's saying that, right? What is unique about me? What is my secret sauce? What's my what's my special sauce? When Now that I know that, I'm able to command higher prices and I feel really confident because I know that I'm truly adding value, I'm truly serving others and what i do is what i do it's not a blanket statement it's not something that you know everybody and their grandmother is talking about like i mean yeah there are other people that are doing it you know similarly or whatever but they're not saying it or doing it the way that i am and so when you think about this question am i consistently helping people get a specific transformation or result i want you to also think deeper about what is the exact tangible or, you know, result that you are helping people get and get those um, testimonials and get those reviews of people saying just that. I actually read a review just recently that someone gave me and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so mind blown because I didn't even realize that I had been helping with this thing. But then I went back and looked at other reviews and I was like, everybody's been saying it and I missed it. Um, and so it's just really important to be able to kind of assess, like take a step back and ask yourself, what is the transformation that I'm getting people? And am I doing it consistently? If you're not doing it consistently, if you have like hit or miss clients, if everybody is not, you know, consistently, I wouldn't say raving about you, but if people aren't consistently saying that you've helped them do X, Y, and Z, then now may not be the time to raise your price. Um, the truth is that it's easier um, it's, it's actually so much easier to sell an offer when you're actually getting people results than to just raise your prices because 
one person set your price was too low, right? So it actually, it's, it's, it makes so much more sense for when you see those reviews coming in, when you see people are getting a transformation, you'll be able to raise your price because you'll have confidence in what it is that you do. So it doesn't matter if your prices are low right now, right? Like, so what? Who cares? Um, if you have a coach or if you have someone on your team or whatever, and they're like pushing you to raise your prices, so freaking what? You don't have to raise them right now. Having low prices, one thing that I always say is like having lower prices, it lets you get your first wave of, of people in. So it helps you get your first few clients. It helps you get your foot in the door so that you can fine tune your offer. And as things get better, as you get those reviews, as people are getting transformations, you're going to gain confidence and then you can steadily increase your prices to whatever you want them to be. So I don't want you to be discouraged right now if your prices are seemingly low if you're charging hourly rates right like yes I'm sure I've done rants where I'm like stop charging hourly blah 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 like I'm sure that I've done those things but I also want to be very clear and say and this is what I find very unique about my own process is that I may give like blanket advice but when you work with me I really do customize it to you and your business and so if you and I are talking one-on-one baby let me tell you, I will not always just jump and tell you to raise your prices because there's a process, there's a mental process, a mental shift that you have to have, but also there are things that has to happen in the back part of your business that needs to happen before you actually raise your prices so that you have the confidence and the belief and the proof of what you are able to do. So that's question number two. Question number three, am I at capacity? And if so, is there another business model that I should consider first? So oftentimes I see service providers, they will increase their prices and it's because you are at capacity. I have been here, okay? Maybe you're feeling burnt out. Maybe you just like physically take on, you, you can't physically take on any new clients. I've been there so many times where it's like, whoa, I my client roster is full. I cannot take on another person or I'm like literally burnt out with the clients that I do have for whatever reason. And before you raise your price, which in this case, I will say, I almost always support a price increase for this case, but before you do that, I want you to also consider other business models because sometimes burnout is like an indicator that there's something in your business that you don't enjoy or something in your business that you don't like, whatever, right? And so maybe you just need to kind of think of a different business model, business structure. So, um, for example, my social media agency, this is the, <laughs> my social media agency. Like I can just tell you guys so many things about that. I will be using that as an example until like I, until I retire because woo, that really just took me through a lot. But with social media, um, I started out just myself. It was just me, no team, no nothing. And I got to a point where raising my prices, it wasn't the answer, right? Raising my prices, it, it wasn't, um, it really wasn't helping what was like what the true problem was in the business, which is I needed support. I needed other people to help me. And so I started to build a team so that they could help me execute what my current clients needed because I, I there was no way for me to take on new clients and raising my prices just didn't feel good because in my mind, I was like, okay, I can raise my prices and I can take on new clients, but that means that I still have more clients that I'm actually able to serve, which means I'm basically trading time for money. And I didn't want to do that. So I started building out the team. And this still led to a small price increase because um, I had to cover the cost of the team members. So for any new clients, the price was a little bit higher, not a ton, but it was a little bit higher because I was paying for 
my team members. Um, after I did this, I had the capacity to take on more clients, right? Because I had people to help me and I was also getting paid just a tiny bit more to cover the cost of my team. But then I got smart and I was like, you know what, Kay? You don't have to just like be a service provider. Like you don't just have to like manage and do all the social media and stuff like that. Like think of another offer that you can provide that maybe now I don't have to do ongoing support. And so I created an offer that was basically an offshoot so that I could support a different type of client in a more aligned way, in a way that like, in a way that didn't make me feel like every single day I had to clock in and do this work for somebody else. Like I just kind of got to a point where I was like, oh man, like I think I'm burnt out because I'm just touched out of constantly having to communicate and doing client work and all this kind of stuff. So I just started thinking like, all right, instead of raising my prices, instead of, you know, doing all these extra things, I'm going to just like create a new offer and see what happens. So I decided, okay, okay, maybe I'm not going to do social media management. I still have my team though, so they can still do it. Um, but I still wanted to help service providers and coaches with their marketing strategy. So for me, the number one issue that I saw a lot of people struggle with is that they didn't have a marketing strategy. So this is what led me to create my VIP simple marketing experience. So basically this is a twist on a VIP day. Um, it's a boxer only VIP experience where together we create like a comprehensive marketing plan. Um, and it's like, like it's comprehensive. Like we do market research, we fine tune your offers. We like create a launch calendar. We talk about your lead generation strategy. There's, you know, your marketing and sales strategy. Like we really go in. And then at the end of the experience, um, I create a 90 day content calendar. So literally all you have to do is execute. So it went from me having to do, you know, day to day, every single day where, you know, creating posts and posting it and engaging to now I have this VIP simple marketing experience where we, I coach you. I can, well, it's not necessarily coaching. This is more so consulting. So I consult with you. I help you create an actual marketing plan so that you can give it to a team member or you can give it, you know, you can do it yourself. Right. Um, but I, I help you map out all these things and then I give you a 90 day content calendar so that you can actually execute it. So you have all this support, but I'm not having to do like the day to day ongoing behind the scenes for somebody's business. And this is what I mean by like, if you're at capacity, is there something else that you should consider? Is there another offer you should uh, offer you should consider? Is there another business model you should consider? Do you need to hire? Right. I'm saying all this to say just because you're at capacity, that does not mean that the answer is to raise your prices because it may not actually be the answer. Now, there are times where we have clients on our client roster who are paying like the price of whatever things were when we first started. And that can be frustrating, right? That's a whole nother conversation. But I'm just saying like, if you're at capacity, you may not have to raise your prices. It may just mean you need to hire help or you need to assess um, and kind of consider or think about a different type of business offer um, that's more aligned with the future of your business. See, the other thing with social media management is that and this is not to like slam social media management or anything, because I actually, I really do love it. Um, it's just that I'm at a point in my life where it's not aligned with the lifestyle that I have. And so what I want to say is that sometimes you have to consider, is your offer aligned with the future of your business, right? Because if it's not, then in that case, you may need to think about, okay, I need to hire a team so that they can execute things. I need to, you know, and build an agency model, or I need to just completely shift and create a whole different offer. And that's okay too, right? You're still a service provider. You're still providing people with value. But before you raise your price, I just want you to think about this so that you can raise your price with confidence and know that 
raising your prices isn't going to put you in this cycle of, oh, I've raised my price. I have these new clients and I'm still stressed out. Like we don't have time for that. So the fourth and final question, y'all, I don't even know how how long this is. Let me go back. So the fourth and final question is, have you invested at the level that you are asking for? So (laughs) this one, I I feel like, um, this one I feel like can, can uh, get people's panties in a bunch. (laughs) Um, But it's true. Um, If you've never made the investment or if you've never made an investment at the level that you're asking for, it's going to be hard for you to believe that you are worth the investment. It's going to be hard for you to actually sell at that price point because you've never experienced it. So like, I truthfully believe that our belief is only as big as our experiences. Yes, you know, people talk about like manifesting and praying big prayers and blah, blah. And I believe in all that, right? I really do. I, I, I definitely believe in praying big and believing big and dreaming big. But at the end of the day, you have to have some sort of experience to support your beliefs. And so it can be very hard. I've tried this. <laughs> it can be very hard to charge five figures for your mastermind or your program when you've never invested in a program at that level. It's hard to sell a service. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to necessarily, like as a service provider, I'm not saying that you have to invest at the same level. Um, but what I, I will say is that you wanna make sure you've invested something. Like at some, there needs to be some level of investment so that you can believe that people will actually pay the amount that you're asking for. And, you know, a lot. I see a lot of people who, you know, And I've I've had clients who have like maybe sent me somebody else's pricing and they're like, oh my gosh, they charge this, you know, I can charge it too. And then they never charge that amount. And it's because they have not invested at the level that they are asking for. And so you're going to struggle to sell something if you don't know what it feels like to be on the other side. If you don't really know the true value and the transformation that happens when you invest at the level that you're asking for. So a lot of times we raise our prices. Like let's say right now today, you double your prices. If you have never invested at at that level, you can't even begin to comprehend the value and the transformation of investing at that level. And that can sometimes be like a hard pill to swallow because it's like, dang, like, you know, so in order for me to charge $1,500, I have to spend $1,500. But it's like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is if you're going to charge $1,500 in your service, then at least spend $1,500 in educating yourself or learning the skill. And if you don't spend the exact dollar amount, maybe it's just something as simple as you do the time. See, a lot of times I see people raise their prices and it's like you haven't financially invested in yourself, but you also haven't invested in yourself in a in a time capacity, like in, in educating yourself for free if that's all you can do right now. And so it's important that before you jump and raise your price, you just really think about like, have I invested at the level that I'm asking for? So I'm gonna be like fully transparent right now. Um, Last year, I made huge investments in my business. And that is what really gave me the confidence to say, you know what, I can charge higher prices because I know what it feels like to be on both sides of things. So what I wanna say is like, when you do, when you do invest at the level that you're asking for, you're gonna have so much confidence in what you're doing. And the confidence, that that's the key. You have to have confidence in selling. 
And if you're not making what I want to say, let me see how I want to say this. Okay. If you don't make continuous strategic investments in your business, you'll never know like the mindset shifts that are necessary for you to actually flourish. So what I mean by this is I know that every time my investment, like every time I increased how much I was investing or every time I invested in something, I felt confident that I could also increase my price because I was like, if I can do it, I, I need to attract other people like me, right? See, a lot of times we feel like the industry is saturated or whatever, and it's because we don't have enough belief in the fact that there are other people out there like you. There are other people out there like you that are happy to make investments, higher ticket investments, right? But until you do it, you're always going to think everybody's broke. Nobody, nobody can afford higher prices or whatever. And that may not be the case. It's just your belief is not there yet. And that's why like the, with the becoming CEO method beliefs, like that is the foundation. Like that's the number one thing that we focus on is like, what are your beliefs? What do you believe about money? What do you believe about clients? What do you believe about, you know, your industry or your market or your ideas or about who you are as a person, right? What are your beliefs? And so if you haven't invested at the level you're asking for, your beliefs are probably going to be not at like you're not going to actually believe what you're trying to get yourself to believe, which is kind of weird to say, like, you know, but we do it all the time where we try to basically what do they say? Fake it until you make it. But one person you can't lie to is yourself. Right. At the end of the day, that mean girl voice is going to come out. The truth is going to come out and you're not going to be able to believe what you're saying until you actually do it. So I'm not saying that you have to always be investing in something. You always have to have a coach, you know, in order to charge $1,500, you have to charge, you have to invest $1,500. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that there needs to be some sort of investment so that you can know and believe what's possible for you. Investing at higher levels, it's going to show you a different side of business. And honestly, if you and other people can invest at that level, there's got to be other clients that can do it too, right? So if you are investing at a higher level, that means that there are other people that are also invested. Like you're not the only person that's investing at a higher level. You're not the only person that's investing in a team member or whatever. And so while I understand at the beginning, sometimes it's, it's better and easier for us to just be like a solopreneur. And I did it for years. Like y'all know, I stayed by myself for years um, before I pulled on my first team member, but I also invested in programs and courses at a very high level. Um, Something else that I want to say is that you really do have to experience investing in your business financially um, in order to actually sell. You have to experience a scary investment so that you can understand how your potential clients feel and also so that you can learn how to get people to move past that and see the transformation. So when I started investing at a higher level, that's what made me create the Becoming CEO Method, which is my lifetime group coaching program. Um, that's what made me like create it the way I did and at the price that I did. Um, I make you jump to get in, right? I really challenge you to jump and get the support that you need, but I'm also helping you raise your beliefs and what you can actually charge for your offers and your programs. And I was only able to do this because I made really huge investments in my business. Even like in the last six months of last year, I invested $24,000 in coaching, Um, which when I think about it, I'm like, girl, you are insane. Like, why would you spend that much money on coaching? Um, And that did not even include my team, right? So (laughs) that was just money spent on coaches. Um, And 
I realized that even though it was scary, it gave me the belief I needed to raise my prices and to know that I can back my ish up, right? I can back up the fact that the Becoming CEO method is the best place for any service provider or coach to be in or consultant to be in if they are looking for lifetime support in growing their business and becoming more visible in working part-time hours in creating a harmony between their life and their work in learning how to, um, scale or hit specific financial milestones. Like I know that the method is the perfect place for that. And I'm confident in that fact, because I have made the investment in myself, but after I made that investment in myself through coaching, I also took all the skills and all the knowledge and all the expertise and the years of just doing it on my own. I've put it in one place to serve other people. And I don't think I would have had that confidence if I didn't make though. Actually, I don't, it's not, I don't think I know I wouldn't have that same confidence had I not invested at that same level, right? At the same level that I'm asking for. And I'm asking you for (laughs) $24,000, full disclaimer. But um, I am asking you to like, hey, jump, like you need to make the jump. And I, and I recognize and I understand what things you may be battling when you're thinking about joining. And so when we're talking, I can be honest with you and I can say like, hey, boo, you know, I get it because I've been where you are. I know what it's like to, you know, really question and wonder like, is this the right place for me? You know, and, and it's also one of the reasons why I structured the Becoming CEO method the way that I did. It's a lifetime group coaching experience. It's not a pro a 12 week program that you jump in and, you know, you kind of fall by the wayside if you don't keep up. No, you have lifetime access to coaching. Like, where do they do that? A lot of a lot of coaching containers after the 12 weeks are up. That's it. You can't ask any more questions or maybe you're in this random Facebook group, but there's like no real support. That's not how the method is set up. So while, yes, I'm asking you to make that big jump and that big belief um, at the beginning, you also know that you're being fully supported throughout. And this is what I mean by have you invested the level that you're asking for, because Since I have done that, I feel so confident in saying, hey, I've I've been there where I've had to make this investment and I know you can do it too. And as a result of this, you will see success when you execute, when you do the work, when you do your part. So something I want to say, and I want to make a huge disclaimer, I think I mentioned this, but with this one, with this question, I do want to be like fully honest and say that over-investing is real. I don't want you to get caught up because like I did say how much I invested just in the last half of last year. Um, And I will say that like, don't get caught in the trap or the hype of constantly buying courses, coaching programs, systems, always hiring a team team member, all that kind of stuff. Um, I have also been there where I have like over invested in things. And when I looked back, I'm not gonna say, I'm, I'm trying to be careful not to say that things were a bad investment, but I could have been more wise, or like I said earlier, I could have been more strategic in what I was investing in. So I want you to remember, to remember, be strategic. Can you actually afford the investment that you're making? And what's the reason you're making the investment? Um, now affording, like, you know, whether or not you can afford an investment, that's a whole other conversation. But something that's really important I want you to think about is why are you actually making the investment? Um, and I'm gonna do an episode soon on getting like a return on your investment. Um, or, you know, ROI on all your investments. So whether it's a coach or a, um, a team member or whatever, but I just want to be clear that I'm not saying that you always have to spend more in, a, in order to raise your prices, but it may be something that is necessary to strengthen your belief. Um, so like I actually have a goal 
of how much money I want to make in my business. And I've already in my mind decided that I am willing to invest a certain amount of money and it's a lot like when I think about it I'm just like girl are you sure this is like smart but I'm I'm willing to invest a really large chunk of change to one raise my belief but two to actually have the support and the systems and the frameworks and all that kind of stuff that I actually need to make this a reality and so like I said disclaimer over investing is real I'm not telling you that you need to always be investing in something but what I am saying is that you may need to Make that big investment, make that scary investment, join that mastermind, join the Becoming CEO method, right? You may need to do those things so that you can raise your belief. And when you raise your prices, you can be really confident in the fact that like you can actually sign clients at that level. And another thing I wanna say, like when I think about the Becoming CEO method, it's like when you join, boy, when I tell you like you will be so excited to raise your prices, like it's ridiculous. Like I don't think there's been anybody inside the method who after like a few months, they didn't realize like, okay, I am ready to raise my prices. Like I have done it. I know it's possible. I'm increasing my experience. Like I'm, you know, doing all these things. I'm tweaking my offers. I'm making things better. So yes, I am all in and ready to raise my prices. So that's something else that happens when you make bigger investments is that you really start to, like, it's not just the belief that I can pay for, other people can pay for, but it's also what you learn inside of whatever experience you've decided to invest in. So those are the four questions to ask yourself before you raise your prices. Number one, has the experience improved? Number two, am I consistently helping people get a specific transformation or result? Number three, am I at capacity? And if so, is there another business model I should consider first? And number four, have you invested at the level that you're asking for? So those are the four questions. And I want you to be honest with yourself. It's okay um, you know, if you have to adjust in other ways besides, boom, I'm gonna raise my price. Um, and I feel like there should be a lot of thought before you actually just wake up and say, I'm going to raise my prices. So I want you to really think about like, okay, what needs to improve? What needs to change? You know, am I just raising my prices out of thin air or because someone told me I should, or, or am I in a season of burnout and I need to figure out, okay, I need to figure out a, a completely different offer so that I can stop being so tired, or I need to hire a team member to actually support me in executing. Um, and then assess, like maybe there's room for growth in your mindset and your strategy and your systems, right? And that you need to make an investment so that you actually have the confidence and the belief and the receipts to back up and command higher prices. This is just like food for thought. And these are only four questions. Like I, I, there are so many things that I ask people before they raise their prices, it's ridiculous. But I felt like these were like the four top questions or the four common questions that I like people to answer before you raise your prices, because there really is a lot to think about. And I, I never want anyone to be in a situation where you've raised your prices and you're like, either one, I can't sell this because you're just struggling to sell it, but two, that you're still burnt out and back at square one just with higher prices. Like that makes absolutely no sense. So those are the four questions. I hope you enjoyed this week for thought. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.